What's up? This is Jesse Savio from Kings of Spade, and you are listening to the Flash and Maleko podcast. No? Other way around. Other way around. Obviously, his name goes first. <laughs> I want to take a moment before we do the podcast. I want to talk about my new favorite thing. Okay. This, this flask cap. Oh, yeah. This is the coolest yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were showing me that the other day. This is the coolest thing. I saw this. It was advertised to me on Instagram, and I thought, I need this in my life. So I bought two. I bought one for me and my wife. It's essentially a discreet way to keep your alcohol with you when you're doing everyday things. But it's not a flask. No. It, it goes on to like your hydro flask, whatever. Yeah. whatever. So your hydro flask tumbler or your Yeti tumblers, everybody's got one yeah, now, yeah. right? Whatever it is, you're drinking your water in all day long. Yeah. So you go to the beach, and you're not, it's really bad form to go to the beach with like liquor, visible is it though you can't go out there and start pouring tito's on the beach into your glass because then you're totally sure would be great if i could though but you can't but you can now with the flask cap because this is cool it's a cap that discreetly holds five ounces of liquor in the lid and you just put it on any one of your existing tumblers and so you'll grab the tumbler you fill it with ice you put coca-cola in it and everybody sees you putting Coca-Cola in it, and that's it. And they're like, oh, I'm look, only drinking Coke. I'm drinking only Coke. drinking Coke. Nothing to see here. Move along. Right? And then you put the lid on, and there's a button on top of the lid, and you just push it. It dispenses an ounce of your favorite liquor into your Coke. Oh, my goodness. So now I've got a Jack and Coke. I can push the button all five times, you though, if I want, Absolutely. Right? You lush. <laughs> you can. Okay. <laughs> well, now we're getting somewhere. It's great. It has made beach time so much more fun for me. It works really well, too. It's really well made. It's made in the USA. In fact, they, they made it. A couple of, of, uh, of hipsters in Montana made this thing, and they're selling it now on the internets, and it's fantastic. It's called Flaskap, F-L-A-S-K-A-P. Flask cap. And it holds five ounces of liquor. What more do you want? I mean, I need this in my life is what I need. I could be be drinking this right now as we speak. If you want one, we are going to give you one. What? At the end of this episode. Listen, at the end of this episode, we're going to tell you how you can win your very own flask cap and make your life five ounces cooler. (laughs) All right. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Maleko and Flash podcast. Happy Wednesday. I'm Maleko. Hey, I'm Flash. And we've got a great show for you today, as always. One of our very special podcast guests is here. Uh, she's been with us since the old podcast. She actually even. had her own segment on the original Club 301 podcast. That's right. Please welcome everybody's favorite super socialite, Super CW. Yay! Hello, hello. <laughs> also one of our best friends, one of our favorite DJs. She even has her own show on Star, but they give anyone a show these days. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> uh, she, of course, brought Boo Boo, her, her trusty sidekick. Boo Boo. Uh, so like uh, Krista's mascot, basically. Pretty much. Or is Krista Boo Boo's mascot? Oh. Which is it? keep each other alive. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're happy to have you here. We're going to talk all about what you've been up to and what's going on. Uh, But before we do that, we've got to get right into our bartender intro flash. Tell us what we're drinking today. Well, I've got... (laughs) 
He won't stop touching my penis, but my boy Pretty Ricky can hopefully keep his hands to himself for long enough to make us some cocktails here. He is the bar manager of Chingu. Some of you may have known him from the district and from uh, Inferno Lounge, which was V-Lounge before that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pretty Ricky, take it away and uh, put, 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 stop. All right. Put your hands away. <laughs> okay. So first, first off, don't lie. I'm not making cocktails. Hold the tail. I'm, and I'm not touching you. <laughs> anyway, so we are drinking ube soju, which you can only get at Chingu, which is it. located on Kapiolani. It's uh, made with soju, and it's a, ube is a sweet potato-based drink, mm-hmm. and it matches uh, Flash's shirt and the condom he has on right now. It is. It's, it's, it's very purpley. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to go live. We should go on air. Can we go on like on TV? We are, we are on air. On t- right no, now. on TV. Oh, on TV. <laughs> yes. That's a different show. Flash is not allowed there. But yeah. So it, <laughs> in the ube soju, it is made and it's made from real sweet potatoes. They boil down so it uh, breaks up, and then it has evaporated milk, coconut milk, and of course, everybody's favorite. Okay, now I'm confused because I'm looking at two drinks here. That's one of them correct. is purple, <laughs> yeah. and one of them That's is right. orange. Because for the first time ever on the podcast, because Krista is so health conscious, uh-huh. we brought in a juicer. Oh. Yay. So we've got Nina Cochina in here. Yeah. Hi. And we're leaving it up to you to decide which of those is the juice drink and which is uh, the cocktail. Okay, so I've got a purple drink and I've got a, an orange drink here. Okay, I'm going to try the purple one first. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is tasty. Um, that tastes like a shoju of some kind. Let's see, this orange one. Mm. That tastes healthy. That's going to taste So, yeah, so it's carrot something, apple maybe, some yumminess in here. Mm-hmm. This is good. This is like a, a, this is definitely making me feel better, but then so is the purple one. So I'm going to drink both. And so, that's right. That's so, right. Nina, what's in it? What's okay, it? so we have, this is my favorite, like, breakfast pick-me-up drink. So also could be a hangover cure. Um, But this is going to be orange, carrot, ginger, and mint. So going to be great for the immune system, anti-inflammatory, energy. So you drink the purple one first. Exactly. Wait a few hours. Get all wasted. Then you follow it up with the juice. That's right. And I mean, you could put champagne in it if you wanted. I'm not going to say what you can and can't do with it. Could you do a little preventative hangover maintenance and and drink the juice first before put them together? Yes. Why not? Okay. Boost that immune system. I got to do everything I can at this point. At, at your the age, hangovers are real, man. At your age, you should start mixing it in with all your insurers. I mean, at, at my age, I should just stop drinking, but that's impossible yeah, and no. also stupid. Why would anyone want to do that? I don't know. Please I don't, don't know at all. <laughs> well, thank you all for coming in today. We're excited Yay! to have you here. Um, the Our juice drink of the day is very nice, by the way. I do like uh, having that as an addition to the show. Thank you. However, uh, you at home can choose which drink you want to choose, or, or both, when we do our Word of the Day today. And uh, for those of you listening at home, you know the Word of the Day is where we drink, and all we have to do is come up with a word that we're going to say a lot. Not, a lot. Not as many as times as we said Blanc last week, because that was obsessively... It's, it was hard to do that show and not say yeah. Blanc. We got really drunk during that show. So, what do you think? Word of the Day, Krista? How about... I, have, I can't think. I have no mm. idea. <laughs> Boo-boo, any thoughts? Uh, <laughs> he said, <"Hur?" laughs> Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> How about degree? 
degree. Oh, wow. Okay. We're going to have to work hard to, to right. make, get, fit that one in. That's, that's it could be a really, <laughs> really sober show. Hey, yo. <laughs> wow, Maleko's on the board. The juice must be kicking in, all that's that it. ginger. It's all that ginger right in the brain. All right, so the word of the day is uh, degree. When you hear the word, you can either drink your, your juice drink or you can drink your shoju drink at home or whatever else you happen to be drinking yeah. on your way home today. All right, let's get started with the show. First of all, Krista, you've been, you've been on this show so many times before, but this is actually the first real time you've been on this podcast, on, on the Maleko and Flash podcast. So we're, we're happy to have you here, finally. Yeah, it's great to be here, finally. Finally again. <laughs> finally For the, for again. the 27th time. <laughs> <laughs> you've been busy. Uh, you are. We, we had dinner on Blanc on the show uh, last week, and you are going to be the resident DJ, or you are the resident DJ. You're going to be back again this year. Wait, is that yeah. is that a spoiler alert? No, no. We 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 talked about it. You were here. Okay. <laughs> Discussed it. <laughs> I've been getting ready I was for busy that. doing shots again. <laughs> Did we really? Okay. I Why thought we you... talked about it off the air. I didn't realize that we were we were talking about it on the air. Well, the Alzheimer's is already kicking in with you, <laughs> yes. isn't it? Well, about five years ago, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you are you are resident DJ for Dinner on Blanc. Yeah, uh, I've been I've been getting ready for this set since last year. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. exciting. It's fun when I go on because I'm you. You guys have me right after the band, and it's kind of like I can see just all I see is people, right? Thousands and thousands of people till that I can't see anything else, and they're I can see them. They're ready to like rev it up, you know, and and go up a notch, and that's right when I take the stage, and it's always so so great. Yeah, we had you at uh, the convention center. We had you welcoming the party in oh, that yeah. year too, yeah. Which was also that um, was good too. It was people get off the bus and they're ready to just do it and, and, and <laughs> dance, and same thing like with with uh, the the band after every show. Yeah, you, know, you guys are great, and you come out with. Delve as well, which is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Delve is the best. I mean, hands down the best DJ, I think. Not no. a spoiler alert. I remember uh, talking about Delve, but I thought the microphones. I'm just, I'm confused. I'm just going to be quiet. It's you, your it's your event. You can go back. Tell us where to it the is. Episode. Where's dinner on Blanc? <laughs> go back. Where is it? Since you're spilling all the secrets. I want to know how much degrees is it going to be. On? Yeah. Hello. No. Very good. Very good. <laughs> that was a stretch, Ricky, but I'll take it because I'll I am you. thirsty. Speaking of being a resident DJ, um, you were recently cast. Can we say this? Are we allowed yeah, to talk about this? This is breaking news. Yes. You, you were cast breaking news. as the resident DJ on th on the reboot of Magnum P.I. Yeah. 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 It's a recurring role. Yeah. Featured extra, though, you know. So, But we just shot uh, one of the days. It's at a pool, and there's all these just ridiculous 200 background of like they could have walked off a calendar they're all like supermodels and then there's me DJing and so all these people are behind me I have a posse and they're into it and they're waving their hands and uh, adoring me and I'm just like this is the best like real life right <laughs> yeah well it's so yeah it was it was so great I'm really excited for this season that's awesome yeah. and you, you, it's a recurring role so you get to go back and back yeah anytime they shoot a scene um, at that particular place I'll be the DJ she's the club DJ yeah typecast yeah. it's cool right that is cool ah, so I was I did not think that I was going to get it. A bunch of people had tagged me in a Facebook post about it. They were looking and you know, it said uh, looking for a local female DJ with her own equipment for a recurring role. And you know, I'm thinking Suck local. it at it. I'm thinking like <laughs> I'm thinking like, you know, not not like I'm white, you know. So I was thinking, you know, somebody they want somebody. But not local. Yeah, so but 
you, they picked me and I just I wasn't even expecting the phone call so it's all been like really really great and it's a nice way to make a little bit of money on the side well, when, what episode is your uh, first episode or do you know I that I don't yet? know that yet alright is, is the show's on already the show's started, no no no, no it, it premieres soon in the fall yeah, yeah it's, it's September 15th they're doing the sunset on the beach mm. pre- world premiere for it and then I think it premieres on actual TV the week after which would be the 22nd I believe does it share some of the crew with uh, yep. Five O? Yeah, it's a lot it of does. the same crew. Yeah, and it's the same producer too. Actually, that's how I think uh, the casting guy said that the producer recognized my mm. photo and said, "Oh yeah, yeah, let's get her." Yep. So, because I've been DJing, <laughs> I've been DJing with Five O for their yeah. rap parties. No, Rachel, for Rachel, years. the casting director on Five O, is the casting director for Magnum PI. It's it's actually uh, Shane from uh, Sandy Alessi Casting that does it. So okay, buzzer. That's a wrong degree, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I, I spoke to Rachel the other day at the hip premiere of Crazy Rich Asians, and she said she's doing the same job on both. Dropping That's some good. names there. That's it. That's it. Did she cast you in anything, Flash? No? Uh, no. Don't look good on TV. Okay. So, yeah, she's probably doing it, too. But yeah. speaking, you, you're on, like, every show that's no. cast locally aren't you yes no. yes w- weren't you on that that space alien thing that was on for like a minute oh yeah uh, marvel in humans in humans yeah with prosthetics so i got a little bit extra which is nice that was kind of even fun. though it was like nobody ever saw it but it was pretty <laughs> intense it was a pretty the makeup was crazy filming. you yeah. can go to uh, krista's uh instagram and she's if you scroll back she's got pictures of it at super cw yeah 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 were you on lost too i was i played the role of myself i was at a press conference sitting right behind uh Jorge's mom, or uh, mom and dad. Uh-huh. So his dad was Cheech Marin, and I'm like, I'm holding a camera, like I'm a camera taker. Yeah. <laughs> she played uh, on Five O. She played a soldier with oh, yeah. uh, Michelle. And, what's her name? Yeah, yeah. Another role playing myself. Yes. I, although I was never in <laughs> Afghanistan, but close. Yeah. Well, this is cool. A lot of people probably don't know that you you were in the military. Yeah, I um, know. It's funny, right? A lifetime ago, it seems like. Yeah, that was, well, it was cool because, you know, you, you switch up your command every two or three years. So it's like you're starting all over again in a new place. So, you know, everybody you work with, everywhere, everything, it's all different. It's kind of cool, though. I did it for 11 years. I was only trying to do it to get that college they have like a really cool college benefit when you mm-hmm. sign up, do four years. But after four years, I was like, I'm not ready to leave. This is so fun. I'm getting paid so much money. I don't even have to think about what I'm going to wear. And as a female, you I know, don't think about what I have to yeah, wear. Yeah, you just that's like. That's why, that's why I wouldn't be in the military. <laughs> I want to know how hot is it out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was good, though. I mean, as a female, they, you know, you're already really underestimated. And so if you even just perform average everybody's like oh my gosh oh my gosh you're just showing up for work oh my god it's so good ah wait you can fix that oh my god even better like that's actually how i got the nickname super cw was from back in when i was Uh in the service yeah yeah (laughs) i worked at a like you know trouble desk so people would call in if their computer doesn't work if they can't print if they forgot their password and and i would go out and fix it and i was i don't know i was just really you know i developed like this reputation for getting stuff done quick and wow yeah that's kind of like how flash got his nickname (laughs) he's over really quick. same but different but yes (laughs) (laughs) that's it it's all making drinks Yes, making drinks. That's what I'll call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so your last, uh, what do you call it, tour duty? Your last uh, yeah, yeah, tour my was, last was assignment here was in here. Hawaii. Yeah, and that's where I met all you guys. 
And at the end of your assignment, you I, were still in the military when we met you. I know. Not even towards the end, because, I mean, she was in the military for a couple years it was in the beginning. Year. Yeah, well, we first met her. Yeah. yeah, so when I first got here, I didn't know anything or anybody, and I just, you know, I would drive my Volkswagen camper bus to Sandy Beach every weekend, Aww. and eventually they kind of were like, who is this Howley that comes here every weekend? And then I got to know all them, and um, and then I kind of ventured The Beach into Boys? It. Yep. Yeah, they were great, and and then I ventured into town, and that was where I met Maleko uh, at the Wave, outside the Wave, actually. Outside the <laughs> yeah, Wave. Yeah, that was fun. And um, just randomly, happenstance. Yeah, I was. I put my purse down on the sidewalk, and I declared that I was on strike because I was with my friend that did, wanted to leave, and I didn't want to leave. And I was, it was like, only no. like ten or eleven, something like yeah, that. Yeah, she's and like, like I want to go, and I was like, I don't want to go. I'm going on strike, and, I, and this was before said, Uber. I love her style. I was like, <laughs> you come back inside. Let's go back inside and have drinks. Yeah. On Flash's Flash's tab. We probably drank on Flash's tab. So thank you, Flash. (laughs) That was like, what, 2005? 2004? 2005 is when I met you. It was a long time ago. So I don't know how much longer you guys were hanging out before. That makes Flash like 85 years old now, (laughs) something like that. You were there too, buddy, so that makes you like 75. (laughs) (laughs) You've done so much since then. Um, You're a filmmaker now, and um, you've you've created this documentary uh, about your life and about your experience with cancer. Um, And that's kind of of become your brand as of late, Let's talk about that. Let's talk about making that project. Well, uh, actually, Nina, who's here, hello. <laughs> we, I, I, I remember distinctly that she was sitting on my couch, and we, I had already wrote. I think I had already wrote that paper, and was. What what right? paper did There's, you write? It's a cancer plan of attack that you can find on my website. It's just a Google Doc. It's like eight pages and it's just everything that I did very easily to easy to read step by step step by step um, specifically to help people when they're in that first like oh my gosh I have cancer oh my god I'm gonna die I'm gonna die to snap out of that and just here here's some steps that I took you know um, and look at me I'm fine so it's just basically you know to kind of like shake somebody and say no 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 you can do this you just have to follow this stuff what was the shake for you Nina, actually. Was it the psychic? It, yeah, psychic? yeah, yeah. And I, it's kind of, it's a crazy story. Um, she, you tell it. <laughs> okay. So I had made this appointment to go see, do you know Lanvo? She's like one of, you know. She's really, the most yeah, famous she's, psychic she's in Hawaii. She's the psychic. Yeah. So I went for no real reason, but you have to make the appointment like six months ahead of time. And my friend and I were just doing it for fun. And it happened to be like something like June 6th. And Krista's official diagnosis was like May 24th or something like that. So I remember a friend of mine said, if you bring a picture of somebody, she can sort of like channel them. And so I brought a picture of Krista and I didn't tell Krista that I was going to do this because I was really scared about what she might say. So um, I was in her room and, and I showed her the picture of Krista and I, I said, can you tell me, you know, about my friend? And, and she said, um, she's sick and she kept, you know, um, touching her her left breast which is where Krista's tumor was and um and I said yeah she has cancer and she said well if she goes just natural she's gonna die but if she does 
I don't remember what she said, like medicine or however she worded it. I knew what she meant, and it meant that she had to do chemo, which at that point, we were like ready to go to Mexico and do Gerson therapy for her. So go 100% natural. So and she, I, she called that oh, yeah. before you said anything. Oh, I didn't say a like, word. Don't do that. She, yeah. yeah. Monvo got the vibes that that's what was on the. It agenda. was absolutely, I mean, I'm getting chicken skin right now. It was absolutely incredible. My, you know, chin was on the ground. I mean, or jaw, however that saying goes. <laughs> <laughs> I think the chin might be a different saying. Um, <laughs> Flash knows that one. <laughs> um, so I. I actually was kind of like devastated by that news, right? Because she said she's going to die. Of course, we didn't want to do chemo. So we didn't want Krista to do chemo. No one wants to do chemo. No, no. So I was devastated by that news. And I remember sitting, I was having lunch and I, Krista texted me because she knew I was going to Lanvo and go, hey, how did Lanvo go? And I go, um, it went good. I asked her about you. And then I told her what happened. And then wait, I want to take over because okay. when when I remember those texts coming through, and when she said it, the first one was she's like, "Great, um, I I asked her about you," and that was when my heart stopped. I was I remember I was like laying on my couch, just still in that kind of wallowing, you know, what everyone does after they find out. And um, at that point, would would you have gone to a psychic? Would you have wanted no. to know your diagnosis at that point from a psychic's point of view? I mean, I never even really thought about it, I guess, as, um, at that point. I just, I was... Uh, still processing. Still processing, still processing. So, um, and I remember she said that, and I sat up, and I was like, well, what'd she say? And I was just waiting, and I see the three bubbles, you know, and I'm like... Ah, and then she said... I hate that. She <laughs> said, she's sick. She needs surgery. She'll survive. She'll get better. Ah, and that was it. And like, so from that moment, I just. That was, was your like, shake, shaking out of it that moment? That was my shaking out of it moment. And I know, you know, I don't think anybody who is diagnosed would want to go see a psychic, but this paper is really, I feel like, is a good kickstart to just, okay, I'm going to take control of my health and I'm going to figure out like the best way. And I, but while I'm doing all that, I'm going to radically change my diet, you know, and only eat from Earth. So it's like a 360 degree. Coverage yes. of what needs to be done. Hey! Oh. I can't, I can't. Yeah. So you went from uh, a, a nightlife lifestyle. You went from going out, from you know drinking, having you know parties with friends, to completely changing your life. How difficult was that for you to to change everything? Well, first of all, thank God that. I was like that before because when I really needed support from my community, just everybody came up and like stepped up and was like, oh, you know, I remember you did this. And so I had like this huge, huge support system to help carry me through all that. And I felt like it was a good time for me to, you know, change everything. And I, when I first um, got... When I uh, <laughs> when I first the first diagnosis that I had, it was already at stage four. But four months after that, there was um, no signs of disease, which was crazy. And you know, I mean, and that's actually when Nina and I decided that we were gonna make a documentary about this whole story because it's so crazy that you know I don't know that anybody has done that. 
Um, but well, then further along, what does that mean? So you had stage four cancer, and then four and months it was later, gone. you had no cancer. Yeah. So they did a scan. Uh, they did another scan because um, I had uh, my port got infected, and I was just waiting around for that to heal. And I was like, well, can we just run the scans again to see where I'm at? Um, I was nobody was expecting it to be completely resolved, and that's what the the report said. It said there's all trouble areas are completely resolved. We can't find any evidence of disease. So yeah, that. So if you can only imagine how that would feel. So that's why we decided to make the documentary. That's uh, how come I wrote the paper. And you know, after a few months, I went right back to work. And I did that. I did a huge uh, event for Memorial Day. I did a trade show, golf tournament, launched a beer in Hawaii, and I'm just going right back to full speed. And then that was when, uh-oh, now it's back and it's all over your brain and it's all over, you know, you have a big spot in your liver, you have a spot in your lungs, and now it's like, girl, you need to take a huge step back. And so when we talk about where it got difficult, that was probably the most difficult because... I felt like I was invincible. <laughs> and then now it's just like I got smacked back down to where like, no, no, you're not invincible. So then you, you had to have another moment to shake you out of this. How did you get out of that? <clears throat> I almost feel like the second time around might be more painful. Yeah. Well, it's just because now you feel guilty. Like, what did I do wrong? And how am I... Um, how did I like and it's just it's not you can't think like that you know I was really beating myself up about it um and I think what got me through that was uh you know I don't know I mean how did I get through that <laughs> I can't remember I think you just took it like one day at a time yeah and you 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 try not to dwell on the bad right and you focus on the good yeah and literally just do it one day at a time yeah. I, That's what it seemed like to me on the outside looking in anyway. Yeah. So so the movie's done. The movie is almost done. <laughs> she said for the last. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard, hurry up. How, you know, um, the, the, the problem. Well, um, the story you know, continues. That's I mean, the, okay. well, you know, I could say that it's because of the post-production team keeps getting pulled for other projects, mm. but I'm okay with that. I don't care. I've made my peace with it because people are going to do that. They're going to step over whoever they can to make their stuff, and that's great. Uh, but meanwhile, you know, I don't want anything to be rushed anyway. I want it to mm. be good. And they they know what they're doing, and they've already you know, Gerard said it's going to be like within a week that we'll have the rough cut. But all I need is something that we can submit for the festivals. And we're, we're there. And I can't wait for people to see. But that's like something yeah, I don't really like to talk about it too much because of that. Because yeah. everybody's like, when is it? Where's it? Where's it? And I'm just like, ah, I don't even have it yet. So hold yeah. on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people want to see it because a lot of people have known that you've been making it. Oh, uh, yeah. And, or yeah. they're in it. Uh, or, or they saw it. Or both. Yeah. You know, or, <laughs> they, or they saw the Snapchat, you know, yeah. uh, or like they've seen pieces of what it could be. Saw the TED Talk had a um, lot of it in it. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. and the, the truth of the matter is, is you're the best billboard for the movie anyway because you're still here. Yeah. You've, and, and you, you're still as vibrant as you ever have been. Thank you. Yeah, that's actually when people, I, I didn't really like going out into public at first just because everybody just comes over and they're sad and they're like, oh, how are you? And I'm just like, how do I look? I look fine. Like, don't, you don't have to do that. I mean, I appreciate it. And I get it. Like, people do that. But 
you know, it's not about that. I don't want to, every time I step out the door, I don't want to like just go through all the treatment and things that I'm doing. I just want to enjoy my life. You don't just want to talk about cancer all day, every day. Well, and yeah, that's I what mean, other people feel like talking about. <laughs> they just, I think they just, you know, they just care and they want to like, they want to know. But really, I think the best thing you can do for anyone is just say, oh, you know, you look great. You know, um, can I get you a water? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a filmmaker. You're a DJ, you're a cancer survivor. Uh, you don't want people to necessarily talk about how you're doing, but you know what? What should people know you as? What's what's your um, legacy? Super CW. You know that's why we're calling the film that, and um, that's you know my my website that I've had since before there were websites. SuperCW.com. Was always SuperCW. Yeah, I mean, and it's just you know I'm a storyteller and I'm an artist, and the thing that with music with me is that I've always been a musician from when I was little and I was able to get back into it through DJing which is even better because I was always that weirdo in the corner of the party with the playlist you know and um, making tapes for people from the radio that I would record and so on and I think that the biggest thing about be like the, your biggest um, What's the word for talent? <laughs> is talent is to be able to no, it's degree? like some kind of degree. <laughs> degree uh, <laughs> uh, is to be able to you know intuitively look at the people who are you're playing the music for and figure out something that they would want to hear, but give it your own like crafty twist. And mm -hmm. that's the kind of stuff that I always like. I saw that part of it and just vibed with it, you know. And when people see me at a set they'll they'll see that right away that i'm just like i'm sharing my heart and soul with you so you can take it or <laughs> leave it i think um to some degree to answer that same question from my point of view is that you could think of yourself as whatever you want to think of but some people look at krista is they just know her as a cancer survivor some people think of her as like dj club girl you know then there's other people in like what I call the real world. It's like, oh, that's the marketing girl for youngs. Right. Like people are going to know you for however they, what's that, however, what's whatever that meme is like, this yeah. is what uh, my mom thinks I do. Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. what my friends, oh, yeah. my coworkers. Totally. Yeah. So it's like some people, you know, might not even know that she's a cancer survivor and that she's just the rad DJ at dinner on Blanc. And other yeah. people are like, I saw the Ted talk and like, I've got cancer too. And that's how I think of you. And so it's like, you know, you're different things to different people in the, in like the best possible way, really. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to a degree. Hey! <laughs> so let's talk about DJing. Um, in a world full of DJs. In a world. <laughs> <laughs> where one woman stands tall. Uh, you, so you're a DJ in a world full of DJs or people who want to be DJs. It seems like that was the job du jour for a little while here. Um, and now it, it seems like that's uh, maybe a... a a craft bartender or a yes. mixologist yes. could be the next thing. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, you've actually curated your playlist. You plan your sets. You do your music with lots of thought. And you don't just go out there and wing it and play, you know, Kiki, do you love me? You know, just because yeah. everybody wants to hear it. It's like you come out there and you play. How does that, that song go? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you play songs that people haven't heard of. You discover. Where do you get your new music? Uh, there's a few places. Uh, mostly, you know, SoundCloud artists. 
they can put their stuff up there. I have a, a few different uh, DJ pools that I listen to. Your Army, um, that was my friend Jay Pat of the Knox. Uh-huh. Uh, he told me about that one, and that one's really good for house music. But most times, if I like Petite Biscuit, for example, um, uh, if I love an artist and I'm listening to him a lot, Spotify is a great resource for their Discover Music weekly i mean they're they pull out these songs they're like oh you love this artist you're probably gonna love all this and they're usually like spot on Mm. so that's good spotify on spotify (laughs) on and then um the other thing i look at is shazam Mm. uh you can browse shazam and see locally like what everybody's shazamming so i that's for more of if i'm actually i don't play any of those with kind of gigs anymore ever where it's like oh what am i what does everybody want to hear i usually just play what i'm gonna play and Mm. that's kind of that was like my rule of like going forward how are you gonna do this you know you need to save your energy and not be so crazy and so that really helps as if it's on my terms and i can play what i want but i do like to go to shazam and see what is everybody listening to and try to see if there's a variation of it or maybe like a chilled out remix of it (laughs) or a dancey you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. just kind of make it more my vibe which is Mm. obviously like you know more fun and happy and sparkly there's a connection that the DJ has to the audience. Uh, being an artist on stage, you are the focal point of attention of hundreds, maybe thousands of people. Yeah. Uh, there's an energy exchange that 2000 happens 2,000 if it's dinner en blanc. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, no, it's really powerful. I mean, even when I'm in, at the Republic and I, I open for Above and Beyond, it was two two nights, sold out show. So there's easily 1,500 kids right there from the minute I hit play. And it's crazy when you think about it and the just even just one face if i can just get one face of someone who's into it that's all i need and luckily you know that those that was a really great set and they were all really into it by the end they were like cheering and it was just seriously one of the most magical nights same with dinner on blanc though you know yeah <laughs> just people are so it's almost like it doesn't matter what you play because they're just so happy to be there drunk and, i think is the word you're thinking of. oh drunk, yeah that, drunk, that, drunk that's, that's my question do you prefer <laughs> djing for a sober crowd a drunk crowd or a high crowd um i <laughs> Is that a real question? It's a real question. Yes, absolutely. In fact, I think I'm going to ask this from every DJ from now on. Yes. Yeah. I'm very curious to that answer. Yeah, definitely high. Definitely high. Yeah, um, like smoking weed or taking whatever. It's that's the best crowd. The drunk crowd, they can be a little crazy. You don't think smoking weed? They're too like passive and like not like into it. No, they're connecting even better. You've never smoked weed, have you? Oh, I've smoked a ton of weed. No. No, you haven't. Yes. You lied. In my 20s, absolutely. What? Yeah. Oh, fun fact. Yeah, that was back in the 70s. (laughs) (laughs) Back in the 70s, it wasn't as strong either, so you had to smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. No. Yes. Hmm. When you were skateboarding? I did. Yes, exactly. I did my fair share, but that's, yeah, that that ship sailed a long time ago. Thank God. Oh, interesting. But I mean, like when I used to smoke weed if i was watch if if i would have been watching a dj set i would just be like melting into the wall like standing off in the corner mm-hmm. not being like interactive and engaging how about you nina what would you do if you're at a concert and you were on uh, a smoked weed what would i do yeah. um i would probably be melting as well oh. i can't handle it it's not it doesn't work for me it makes me go crowd. way down alcohol makes me go way up i'm way more fun on alcohol yes oh, okay can i change my answer <laughs> <laughs> Uh, marijuana is now legal for medicinal use here yeah. in Hawaii. Um, do you use it for medicinal use? Does it does it help you with with the pain or with cancer treatments at all? 
Um, it doesn't help me with pain. And um, if anything, it would uh, uh, intensify what I was feeling. So I know, I know somebody had offered me uh, to try it when I was on chemo and I was just like, no, this is impossible. Mm. I was so hyper aware of everything going on in my body. And I was just, but you know, uh, there's, there's options without the active activated cannabis or the mm -hmm. THC. So it's like CBD oil. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Both Boo Bear and I take it. Boo Bears. Yeah. Boo Bear is on the CBD oil right now. Not right now, but yeah, he does take it too. I've learned that you can give that to, to pets. The CBD oil is actually one of the the most um, natural kind of pain medicines that's available commercially. It doesn't help me with my pain, but I get it. Yeah, I, I mean, I support if it works for you. We talked earlier about the podcast that Flash and I used to have that was insanely way more popular than this one. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Um, and, and you actually had a regular segment on that podcast. Maybe that's what happened, is we didn't have Chris Don regularly. Uh, but you were, you were the tech queen. You came yeah. in and you would, you would uh, what was the segment called? I forget. Super tech. She, Super tech. She was the one that told us about Twitter. I'll yeah. never forget that, because she's like, Twitter <laughs> is going to be the next thing this is like an mm -hmm. 07 08 mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i signed up for twitter after it was that. a good forecast yeah. me too i was always ahead of the all of that technology back in the day so what's are you still ahead, are you still in touch what's next well i mean that was just from my background when i was working in the military as a systems engineer uh, network you know i was ahead of all of it because of that and then after i got out i was a headhunter for software engineers. So it was more just about me like researching and always looking and always being ahead of what's going on. But for now, if you would ask me right now, what right is now. the most interesting technology that's on the market? Mm -hmm. I would have to say the AI, the self-driving cars are coming quickly. And um, I think they're already rolling out some tests. Oh, in, they have been. Yeah. yeah. So I would say that, of course, mm -hmm. but... I think there's some, um, you know, eth ethic ethical issues like, you know, if a self-driving car kills somebody, who's responsible? Is it the company or the person? I don't think any of that kind of stuff is going to be worked out until it happens and it mm -hmm. needs to happen two or three or four times. Like it's 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 the great unknown. Yeah. Interesting. It's all theoretical. When what's the ETA until Skynet takes over and uh, the humans become enslaved by the robots? Oh, that's sooner than we think. Yeah. You've actually, that's actually, you, you've been afraid of the internet, or, or I don't want to say afraid, but you, you stopped using social media. When? Is that, didn't you ward off social media for a little while? Or, or Yeah. When? When, when you had, um, it, it was ironic because you would talk about it on your Snapchat story that you'd say, oh, I'm okay, I'm going to go off for like, you would go off for hours at a time because you were like, the internet was like too toxic. Oh. And so when you were going through your first thing, you would kept going on and on about how you dis had to disconnect from everything. Clearly, it didn't leave a lasting impression yeah. because ah. you, you don't remember it. But. I think it was the food thing because remember it was all the food pics when you were like yeah. started to eat really clean. That was, that was right when I got diagnosed with cancer. Mm. So that, th that was because you would be so surprised how much of what you're looking at is so dramatic and mm. like or yeah bad food it just it's oh, it's toxic yeah bad vibes yeah. you know twitter it's like people only go to twitter now when they want to complain about mm -hmm. something well or now someone. more than even a couple years ago yeah, yeah it's just getting worse and even just like yeah there was nothing i would always feel left out or i would feel like jealous you know like oh i can't be um i can't do that like how do they do that and it kind of got to me where I was just like, I'm not looking at any of this anymore. So, um, 
yeah that was in 2015 you're right you're right you're right i was trying to remember why <laughs> i did that but i can i can understand why i forgot it because mm -hmm. that was i think a lot of that but stuff the, i at, forgot at the same time you would still log in every day to like update your story oh yeah Snapchat. but then you were you were yeah. still not like you would not connect to anything else but you would do like that one little bit yeah 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 because i wanted to share it i wanted it to just be uh i'm putting it out but i'm not taking any mm. of it in. so you're back to normal on, yeah. on well, all, the, I don't all use, the stuffs i don't use snapchat anymore i just use the ig nobody stories. does oh yeah, the, yeah. good okay yeah. sweet everyone's everyone switched <laughs> over to stories yeah yeah you might as well and then i even got more brave and i'm sharing those to facebook <gasps> wow Ooh. yeah so grandma yeah. can see yeah yeah <laughs> i want to play a quick word association game yes with you. Oh, okay. okay i love this Thank game you. so i'm gonna say a, an item. I'm going to say a word, an app, a product, something, and I want you to just say the first word that you can to describe it. Okay. okay. All right. So um, if I said Snapchat, cancer. If I said Instagram, <laughs> for moms and bosses, Twitter, to complain, Facebook, for moms and bosses, MySpace. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Where it all got started. The MySpace. Yeah, my, oh, yeah. Uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud's where all the magic happens. Spotify. Spotify. Oh, such a great place to discover music. Serato. Serato is a great place to play music. Radio. A <laughs> great place to listen to commercials. <laughs> And scene. Okay. There you go. We'll end with that flash. Hey, man. Enjoy that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We, um, uh, Flash and I have, have, you know, had you on the show so many times before. We've, we've talked about tech. We've talked about cancer. We've talked about uh, the very beginnings of the film. Um, where do you think we'll be, let's say, three years from now, You have we have you back on the show. What do you want to be talking about then? I hate I wanna, these kinds of questions. I'm going to be talking about our film festival run and all the different places we screened where, like, you know, Tribeca or um, overseas, um, L.A., Sundance, Chicago. And we're going to be talking about the funny quirks of <laughs> doing the Q&A after a, such a, like, deep, profound story. And then here I am at the Q&A. And then I'm here I am DJing the after party. <laughs> Yeah, I really, really see that in my future for the next few years. And next year, we're going to bring it home to HIF, no matter what. It's going to screen at HIF 2019. Excellent. We've got uh, Becky, the executive director on HIF, in a couple weeks. we uh, got to we'll make sure hi. that that... Uh, yeah. Tee it up for you. We'll make sure we send her this link so she can hear it before she gets here. Yeah. So oh. she hi, Becky. Her, she won't listen. Prepped. No one listens to this show. <laughs> Your mom does. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's right. That's about Aww. it. Yes. That's about it. All right. Um, I understand everybody here has uh, a party to go to. There's some sort of event going on today. Uh, where people You're are going to. Drink, drinking lots of alcohol. We're my, drinking even more. It's in my pants. It's, it's, Rick, Ricky, into Ricky's the microphone, pants. Ricky. The party is in my pants, Flash. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> the pants party? The pants party. Flash, Flash plays with that one every day. <laughs> okay. So before we go, Krista, uh, socials now. Where is the best place to find you, interact with you, reach out, and touch you? Uh, super CW. <laughs> yeah. Super. SuperCW.com. And SoundCloud is SuperCW. And then all the other links are on both of those pages. Okay. All yeah. your socials are the same 
Same, Everything yeah. is Super CW. See, Super CW. Yeah. Cool. And do you still update SuperCW.com? Yeah. Are you still putting photos and stuff up there? Or? Well, not the photos. I think those kind of, you know, wore out. I, once we started. We like, were taking selfies before it had a name. We, totally, yeah. So, it, <laughs> so We were taking selfies with disposable cameras. That, no, we were. <laughs> the camera was this big. It was yeah. digital, but it was... It was not easy. Yeah. So, um, it, you know, it's more just like updates and news and stuff like that. So, but it's there and there's links to everything else from that website. What about, yeah. what about Nina Cucina? Oh, I'm Nina Cucina Health. So you can find me, NinaCucinaHealth.com. Private health coach. And, yes, I do private health coaching and um, sometimes private chefing. Are you out and about? Can we come and see you somewhere? Yeah, so, at, well, actually, Chris and I just did an event together at Down to Earth. Um, we did, like, a healthy pantry makeover. So sort of what we did uh, when Krista was diagnosed and uh, kind of brought that to other people and did a cooking class. So I don't have anything on the books right now, but if you follow me on Nina Cucina Health at Instagram or uh, check at ninacucinahealth.com, that's where I'll have updates of new uh, events coming up. Nina Cucina, I just like saying that. Nina Cucina. Nina Cucina. It's Italian, not Spanish. It's Italian. <laughs> and your name is almost as fun to say as Pretty Ricky. It is really fun. I like it. I, I mean, okay. You guys can follow me on Instagram. Pretty underscore Ricky 808. Um, just for the record, I am single. Flash is not my boyfriend. <laughs> Tell them to flash. Just be careful. He does get a little psycho sometimes, and he's like, "Who's that guy?" Real quick before we go, I just want to tell you a quick story. In 2007, they used to run a little club called the Wave. Oh yeah. And I was just a little club rat, and I swore to myself, I will get into that guy's pants. And he was one of the main promoters. And look where I am now in his pants. Oh. Have a great day, how is, guys. How is Matty Boy these days? <laughs> Also, Ricky tells me that story as much as possible. He just never lets me forget that story. And actually, speaking of Maddie Boy, he's our guest next week. Hey, all right. Yes, Maddie Boy, founder of Bant Project, owner of To what degree of apartment. do you guys know each other? Oh! <laughs> so he's going to be on the show next Wednesday, August 22nd. Yui, Krista's, we didn't even talk about this, Krista's guest host or co-host on uh, BAMP's Project Next, uh, mm -hmm. the show on Sunday nights, 9 to 10 on Star. We have a lot of listeners at that hour. Yes, <laughs> yes. Tons, almost as many as this podcast. No, like, really. <laughs> three times as many so as this podcast. So much fan mail. So, so they have three listeners <laughs> to my mom. Mom! Mom, listen to Krista. Actually, Chris, she probably does. She loves you. Actually. Oh, I love you too. Um, anyway, uh, so Yui, who is, she bartends at the Republic, and she's a DJ as well, and she's the co-host uh, with Krista on BAMP's Project Next on Sundays. She's going to bartend for Maddie Boy next week. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. I like this. Yes. And then be a good it, show. That's going to be super fun. We're going to get, you know, nothing, Maddie likes nothing more than drinking and talking. It's like two of his favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying it's going to be a short show. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Special mahalo to Tito's for making us funnier. <laughs> and uh, for Naomi Hazelton for being hot. At Pacific Edge Magazine. At Sure, fine. <laughs> and uh, look, how do I win my flask cap? I already forgot because I've had too much Tito's. All right, so if you want to win your very own flask cap, which is the new yes. way to enjoy a beverage doing yes. your favorite activity, here's what you've got to do. Take a picture of you doing something awesome that would be 10 times more awesome if you had a flask cap while you were doing it. So it could be a picture of you hiking Cocoa Head. Yeah. Maybe a picture of you on the beach. 
uh, maybe surfing, maybe if you were on a boat. Ideally, somewhere where maybe you're not supposed to have the alcohol. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe it wouldn't be the appropriate thing. Yeah. Please don't send a picture of, of you driving. But if you're a passenger, is that okay? If you're riding in a there lift, you go. absolutely. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you if, go. Of you riding in a lift, absolutely. So take a picture of you doing something awesome that would be 10 times more awesome with a flask cap, hiding five ounces of your favorite liquor, where you can mix it up and have a good time. Hashtag Maleco and Flash. Hashtag Flask Cap. That's, flask Cap. Yeah, that's F L A S K A P. If you put those two flash tags or those two hashtags, <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with a new yeah, word for yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> flash tags. Put those two hashtags on your post, and uh, we will pick a winner every week to win a flash cap. How dope is that? And if you want to win it, just post it now, and we'll let you know via the Insta. Do it. Hey, that's it. So if you liked what you heard, which, which is unlikely, but that's fine. <laughs> but if you did, tell your friends. Yes. How would I tell my friends? How how does this iHeart app podcast thing work? Really, really good. Look up. You <laughs> see you see those three dots at the top of the screen there on the right. Click that. That's the uh, the okay. share button. Check. Got and it. then you can uh, email it. You can text your friends. You can copy the link. You could post it on social media. Yeah. Just post it on social media. We don't I'll, want I'll you sp- to text your friends or email them. We want every we want as many people mm-hmm. to know about this as possible. So yeah. don't be shy. And don't forget to follow us on social. I'm at DJ Maleco. I'm at Flashy808. That's Flashy with two E's. Or I guess if you turn the still talking. If like, you turn the push up. notifications on on your on your app, then it will automatically tell you. I'm not listening. That there's I a new show coming up. Left the room. <laughs> no one cares. Oh, I so want to hear more. <laughs> hey! 